friends from college Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Welcome to the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew I'm here with myself uh jesse's on a work trip in seattle and i was like you know what this is a perfect time just to do an end of the season i guess monologue uh the clippers just lost to the suns and now the season's over uh if you're going on clippers twitter i believe the season ended probably around four hours before game three last week but uh yeah um I guess we could start getting into some off-season talk. But first, I want to say that the Clippers, the, the the core that they had for these few games without Kawhi in this uh, first round of the playoffs, they played extremely tough. Um, if I was a Suns fan, I would be legitimately concerned about how good this team could be moving forward. Because they're going to have to play the Nuggets next, most likely. I haven't looked at that score. I'm sure the Nuggets won, actually. So so we'll see. We'll see how that series goes. I think I'll be rooting for the Nuggets. But, yeah. Uh, but everyone played extremely hard. Mason Plumley, the, the Clippers were down by, like, 19 at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Mason Plumley legitimately, like, carried the team for the first half of the quarter. And then uh, with some Nicholas Batum and Norman Powell heroics, uh, we got this game to within three. Terrence Mann made a clutch three. And then, like, all I feel like all three of those players made at least a mistake or two in the final minute of the game, and we weren't able to pull it off. But, you know, those that happens, you know. Um, whatever we decide to do this offseason – I got to give these guys credit. A player like Mason Plumley, who's probably not going to come back, he deserves at least a de- a decent payday. Like he might, at least above a vet man, which I don't think we could afford. I think Russ is not coming back. You know, we only got two months of Russell Westbrook, so that's that kind of bums me out. Hopefully, you know, if Paul George mentioned uh, today that he's going to try to get him back. We'll see if he can pull that off. I think Russ could easily make quite a few bucks somewhere else. But, you know, you know, maybe he feels like he got his payday already in the NBA. He's one of the highest paid, highest paid players in the league just earlier this season. So maybe he's like, you know, I made my money. I like this franchise. I'll stick around. But, you know, we've been saying that all series. So we'll see. You know, I think some stuff going on. In the background, we're finally gonna get some light on that situation, and um, but I think uh, with like the Paul George situation today, you know, he mentioned that like, yeah, I could come back at six weeks. Six weeks would be, I think, uh, next week, which would be the second round. So I think we all accepted that that would have um been a little too late for him to come back. A lot of people were like, you know, we're all mentioning in our chats and stuff like, well, if the Clippers could pull off a win here or pull off another win, maybe he should come back early. Um, And I know Paul George and Kawhi got a lot of heat 
from Clipper fans, and you know, rightfully so. I I would I would put it to you if you're frustrated that they're injury prone, uh, yeah, you have every right to be frustrated. I wouldn't question their heart necessarily. I do feel like some of this is medical medical staff decisions, which if the medical staff is holding players out who are like 80% or 75% ready to go in the playoffs, then I think Steve Ballmer needs to revisit the medical staff situation. But if they're, I, I don't know. I'm just, I wouldn't question them wanting to play, but I could be, but I, I agree with everyone. If you're frustrated that our team's injury prone, then yeah, I think that's something that needs to be revisited in the off season. You know, um, we have plenty of expiring contracts. You know, Morris is going to be an expiring contract. Robert Cummington's going to be an expiring contract. Nicholas Batum's going to be an expiring contract. The whole power forward position, basically, next year we could just get rid of if we wanted to. And personally, I feel like we should. Like if Nick, if Nicholas Batum wants to like stay on the roster, be a vet who get some spot minutes and be a um I don't know be a mentor to some of these players like Musa Debate, then sure. But if we're eleven million dollars away from making a deal happen, eleven point seven to be sure. I know with the C, the new CBA we have to be a little bit more exact. If we're eleven point seven million dollars away from making a deal happen, then yeah. Let's just start fresh. Um, we um, Eric Gordon's contract is non-guaranteed, but it's also an expiring contract himself. Norman Powell will be making $18 million next season. And um, Terrence Mann will finally bump up to $10 million. So we'll see. Uh, I believe Jason Preston's contract is not fully guaranteed next year, too. I think the same goes for Brandon Boston. It depends if they get waived by a certain time. I wouldn't be shocked if Jason Preston got waived, just to kind of give us a little bit more leeway with some of the some of these deals. But I, we'll we'll have to see. I also wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around and he's our backup point point guard next year. I I honestly think like. With Russ probably finding a bag somewhere else, I I, I could see Bones Highland starting next year. And I think he'd be a good starter. Uh another season in whatever coaching system we have, I think that's another thing we need to visit is the fact that we might have a new coach. So we'll see. Like I think time I personally think time I just walk away. I think it's you gotta be frustrated at this point if you're coaching and your top guys who you build your systems around can't play uh, it's gotta be frustrating for him, and yeah, he hasn't made decisions that I that I agree with all season. I I feel like as the as like the last month or so has shown its true colors. I feel like uh, Ty Lue's actually been fine. He does leave certain players in longer than I like. He does start some players that I wouldn't, but at this point in the season, it's what what is he really gonna do? Or is he doing anything that we wouldn't expect? So if they bring if they bring if they run it back next year, do I feel like that's a mistake? Sort of. Like I think if they run it back completely as is, then yeah, I think that's a mistake. 
now if they run it back with possibly a third star of some sort or they uh, I don't know like maybe they could kind of make some lateral moves you know like I think trading Morris for just about anything is actually an upgrade at this point nothing against Morris he actually had a decent first half today in my opinion but he's he he's spent. He can't. He can't. He can't play anymore. So, I think it's time we um, move on from the Morris thing. I obviously there's some um, uh, disagreements with a, at least the coaching staff and Rocco. Now, if you bring in a new coach next year and Rocco and that new coach get along and Rocco is uh, starting with this core, then sure. But. Also, Rocco's in his mid thirties as well. Like, if we're trying to get younger, I I I would just get rid of him too. Rocco and Morris's contracts together make about twenty nine million dollars or so. Let me double check that. Yeah, roughly, roughly about twenty twenty nine million dollars. You add another one or two, you get about thirty. If you add Nicholas Batum, you get into the territory of where you're talking about like a $40 million player. You have a draft pick. All those contracts are expiring. If it's, if it's a disgruntled star, I, I actually think it's plausible. Uh, but yeah, if you trade Morris and bring back anything at this point, that if it's just a player that could play or if it's a draft pick of any nature, I think it's a, it's an upgrade. Um, I think Zoo comes back unless we get an upgrade at center. And... Personally, I feel if Terrence Mann was single-handedly the reason why we didn't make a deal happen in the around the trade deadline, like you know, for Fred Van Vliet and um, Kyrie Irving, and like you know what, looking back, it's probably in our best interest that we didn't do those. But I do think um, Terrence Mann has to be put on the market. Like I think it's just like when a team says like, "Well, we'll do the deal, but you got to include Terrence Mann." I, I do think the Clippers need to pull the trigger on that this season. This offseason, at least. So, it was a disappointing season for sure. Um, what me and Jesse will do our full review uh, when he gets back from Seattle. Uh, we're also probably going to do an episode where we maybe look back at some old takes of ours. Uh, we have we have some good ones, especially the ones we probably did in July and August, because I'm sure none of those were accurate. Uh, but yeah, um, we lost to the Suns. I don't like the Suns. I don't like Devin Booker, but I do think they're gonna have a tough matchup against Denver. And yeah, it's kind of a shame that it's the first round. There was a lot of hype for this team coming into the season, but here we are now. Uh, so we're all, we're starting the off season early. Uh, kind of kind of sucks because we did that last year. Uh, but you know what? Uh, the Clippers have obviously give, given us six months of wonderful content to 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 fill because uh, Steve Ballmer is certainly going to do something organizationally. Like they're whether it's front office, whether it's the roster, whether it's coaching staff. I wouldn't be surprised if they keep like a ton of the stuff, some of the stuff the same. I wouldn't be surprised if we run it back with PG and Kawhi. But they they certainly need to do something where like there's some kind of plan in place for when they get because they're gonna get hurt. It's, it is what it is. 
Um, there needs to be a better system with the load management. They need there needs to be. I don't know. I have this feeling that Balmer spent a, a ton of money or something on his medical staff, and now the medical staff is actually harming the team by, because like, we could say that like you know the Lakers, look at them. They're up three one. Like it's it's it's. I think it hurts me more that the Lakers are going to probably have a more successful Clipper season. Um, they obviously won more playoff games, and their stars are healthy when they're healthy, right? But like we've always been saying, like you know, they're the Lakers staff rushes their players back, but here they are winning games. So, yeah, that was just a quick monologue. We finished the season; it, it it's over. Um, yep, and that that's a wrap, I guess. I think we're gonna have a we're definitely gonna have a different team next next fall. And I think that's exciting. I think this had to happen for the Clippers to wake up and basically do something about what's going on, whether it's the Kawhi and Paul George situation, whether it's Ty, whether it's getting a third star instead of having a quote-unquote deep roster. Now, the deep roster kept us in the series, but we still lost all those games. So, all right. You know, you, you can find this podcast where you find your podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. Uh, and you know what? With the season being over and with everything being as disappointing as it was, you could be doing absolutely anything with your time. But you're listening to us and we appreciate it. Uh, we're up. 